0: Okay, so before we begin, before we even start the show, uh, there was yet another mass shooting. And the fact that I can say that and you're not sure if this is actually topical or not speaks to how bad the problem is. But I'm, uh, I'm (laughs) I'm just annoyed, so I am going and I'm donating $25 to every town for gun safety right now. So, you know. You can do it if you is want that, or not. It doesn't is matter. Is that an
1: is that an org or are you just literally going to donate $25? I mean,
0: every F2? single town. No, it's the every town and for gun safety purpose. organization. <laughs> Everytown.org. They make it very easy. They have Apple Pay. Wow. Doing it Apple. now. I'm confirming on my watch. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Come on. Nope. I guess not. Just confirm on my watch, but my watch isn't showing me anything.
1: I've had a lot of problems with watch interaction interaction lately. I'm on beta, so I don't know if that's causing problems. Double click to pay. You did it. It's processing.
0: Wow. Yep. There we go. We're done. (laughs) Um, That
1: was that was a good segment. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, so I had started.
0: Well, this is the thing: is a couple years ago, I was like, every time there's a mass shooting, I'm going to donate money to every town for gun safety, and then that became infeasible to do because there are so many of them all the time. So it's you, you know understand. yeah. I don't know. I wish I could donate more, but that's that's what we can do, I guess, for now, I mean apart from voting, but yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah, or um blowing up the gun factories, which I listen NSA if you're listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> not proposing that it was just you know an, an example mm-hmm. an ie okay knowledge yeah. right. uh, so yeah. you have done some shopping i this is i mean this is part of our very important vertical of following up with uh about your sofa
0: right uh so, i purchased an ottoman
1: Hey, congratulations.
0: I did not purchase the matching ottoman for my sofa because it costs nearly as much as the sofa did, which is a lot. So uh, this is just some ottoman that they had at Target, but
1: (laughs) just some ottoman.
0: Just some ottoman. Ottomans are remarkably expensive for basically being a box covered in fabric.
1: (laughs) I was looking, I was literally looking at ottomans yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> we well, don't talk about is, we don't talk to each other about this stuff. It's not like we're consulting. No.
0: no, it's true. See, the thing is I have a coffee table right now, but it's very uncomfortable to put your feet up onto the coffee table because it's a hard oh, yeah. surface. So yeah. that's gotta change.
1: And it so it gotta, is changing. <laughs> I was looking, I was uh yesterday I went to I was gonna go to the Dollar Tree. Um, ah, is it rest. a tree of dollars? Well it's a chain of dollars oh, dollars.
0: oh great Dollar Tree, bestow upon me some of your blessing
1: give me $1 toothpaste. It's I go there because they have a good selection of plastic bins mm. for like organizing things. And I needed to get some to, to further Marie Kondo my life. Oh, okay. And, um, I went there, but I was too early and mm. it was like 15 minutes. And then I saw that like down, down the ways, the down the strip mall, the Ross was open. Uh, you know ross dressed for less tm right yes and people were walking in there i was like ah you know what i need to walk so i put my little thing on for you know doing a walk right and i walked all the way down there and went into the ross and i saw ross has ottomans hmm. so yeah i was looking that's at not ottomans. A, that's not a
0: dress thing what are they doing
1: <laughs> yeah stay, well, they
0: have stay little- in your lane ross i'm calling you out
1: you could, I mean, you could maybe use an ottoman for dressing. Like you put your, your I suppose that's true, Yeah, on top of the ottoman to look at it. Wow. Right.
0: I use my ottoman as an ironing board.
1: <laughs> really? No. <laughs> I was like really worried. Like, that sounds like a really great way to start a fire. Not the big surprise. <laughs> um, so I was looking at ottomans, but I was like, well, I walked all the way over here mm-hmm. and I don't want to carry an ottoman back to my car. That yeah, that's a, not yeah. not fun. And you know, really? maybe maybe I should shop other places that like actually know you about ottomans. You should definitely ottomans. shop
0: around for ottomans. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I was like, well, they have they have a aisle here of like really discounted scented candles that look mm. pretty good. So I was mm-hmm. like, I needed I needed I've started doing a thing where I um light uh, you know it starts to get towards the the evening and instead of like turning the the harsh lights on in my bathroom when i have to like you know go take a whiz you know as you have to do right because you're on water pills oh yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i am now so achievement unlocked knowledge um the i was like i'll just light a candle because you know it helps it smell nice too so that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. but my candle that i had in there i don't really like the scent i like inherited it it just ended up See, in there that's one the
0: worst is a candle with a unsatisfactory the, scent
1: the scent of this candle is i think it's it's peach cilantro
0: oh that's which, weird which what that's uh, get that out of here yeah. Yeah, no that's not yeah
1: that's a big and but well, I mean, look, it doesn't even have a scent anymore, and so I'm right. I got to replace all
0: it at this point. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, I I look, went candle shopping, but then I was like, I have no way to carry these candles because I when I went into Ross, I didn't bring a basket or anything because I was like trying to move. You know, I was like walking around. Right i I' just saw
0: imagining smash cut to Aaron walking out with two dozen candles in his arms.
1: <laughs> that's exactly it was the deals were too good. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. I had like four candles uh, cradled in weird ways. And then as I was walking to the store, I saw they had some of these like wire baskets with like the the fabric in you know in liner, you mm. know, that's that are kind of fashionable I was like eh, I could use one of those. so I put the candles in the basket and then i walked with them out but i got i got a real some real good let me i've got them right here let me oh, oh okay so there's my candles um <laughs> i got two of this one which uh, is in a it's in a black glass which is it looks like huh. and it's me got sure. like one of those like w- uh wooden tops Okay. You know, that's yeah. kind of nice. And it just says, looking good, which I like.
0: Looking says, good, if that's the scent name.
1: <laughs> right side wax company. Ood, okay. M- Ood Musk.
0: Oud Oud Musk. Ood 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 Musk, Ood
1: Musk poured in that. Los Angeles. And I was like, hey, I like I'm I'm from there. I, I mean generally, I like Los Angeles.
0: Is Oud Musk Elon Musk is Musk's dad or something? <laughs>
1: I think an oud is a, an ancient instrument, like a, a string okay. guitar. Uh, Interesting. I don't know why it smells like that, but, um, so
0: it smells like an old violin.
1: It, it smells very, <laughs> very manly. Oh, look, there's a little thing about the company. lid is not to be used for extinguishing. Flame. Yeah.
0: Well, I know I mean, people who do
1: that and it very, very much bothers me. Mm. Just sounds like an accident waiting to happen. Okay, so that that smells very good. I like musky scents. It's very manly.
0: It's yeah, appropriate
1: yeah. for my man bathroom. Right, um, man, you know, my man. Right. This one's an opaline citrus blossom aromatherapy.
0: This one's mm. also from
1: Los Angeles. Oh, so good, good work. I feel like this dovetails
0: with our discussion of the of fancy soaps.
1: Yeah, but you it's know what? Good, this is like a cool soap. way to treat yourself.
0: Right. Well, because candles one, are cheap.
1: This one's citrus and bamboo greens.
0: Candles are cheap, and candles are a great way to transform your your terrible, uh, sad apartment into a nice place to be.
1: Yeah, I I do have qualms with people, and I've lived in these places where mm. are they just now, burning they don't incense? Put, <laughs> they don't put anything on the wall. Mm. They don't decorate whatsoever, but they have like forty candles, and it's well, I lot- you know. And it's maybe not they, have, a look maybe they like.
0: have synesthesia or something they can see maybe, the smells
1: yeah i don't know but it's a look and it's a very common look and it i i'm not i don't like it
0: yeah i think I, you gotta adorn your walls with something yeah. at least
1: Get some, get a house plant get a lamp i don't know i right i, I, I don't like it i don't like it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week of uh Twitter uh wilding out because uh, but Stevens was wilding out. He sure was. so so as we know, he is a trash man. Um, so th- I guess there was a news article that was about how bed bugs had been found in the New York Times newsroom. Mm-hmm. So this this guy, this random guy, this like academic, he's a professor at George Washington University, just like quote tweeted that tweet. And he was like, it's a metaphor. But Steve- or Brett Stevens is the bed bug. And um, the tweet got no traction at all. I think he said it got like nine likes or something. Um, but Brett Stevens saw it and he decided that it was uh, a good idea to email both the guy who sent the tweet and the provost at his university, which would be like his boss's boss or something. And, um, basically complain that he had been rude and also demand that, um, he meet Brett on the field of honor at dawn. Basically, (laughs) it was literally like, (laughs) come to my house, meet my wife and kids, and then call me a bed bug to my face,
1: which with a weird interjection interjection where he was like that. you know what? That would be brave. That would be, that would be, yes yes you understand
0: that yeah (laughs) um and uh this academic was not phased uh not least because he has tenure so they can't do anything to him so he (laughs) tweeted out the letter and then twitter was like just wild and out because the nothing quite catches fire on twitter like the entitlement of a mediocre white man who has a position of power um but then yeah, this guy in got invited.
1: The New York Times is uh, just whole thing has been oh,
0: the paper of record.
1: It's it's just been kind of under scrutiny lately because people are just kind of catching wise to to all this BS. And it's just kind of people are getting sick of it, I think, you know?
0: Yeah. And so that well, coincided so then,
1: with all this.
0: Right. And so then after the, the letter was published on twitter then brett stevens goes on msnbc and basically says that um calling people bedbugs has like fascist historical undertones or whatever it was utterly bizarre but then this guy um david carp the professor was then given the opportunity to write um at least two different articles sort of about it he wrote an essay for esquire and then he wrote another one later um. After this developed further, but in his essay for Esquire, he proved that he was a way better writer than Brett Stevens ever was, which is kind <laughs> of amusing. But um, yeah, he pointed out that this is just Brett Stevens, um, you know, demanding uh, respect because he believes himself to be in a position of power and that he has privilege and that you're not allowed to make fun of people who are more powerful basically extremely
1: so, may i speak to your manager energy
0: yes that's exactly what it was um but brett was not done
1: oh no. Uh, oh no
0: he was absolutely not done um he then wrote an opinion piece that appeared um two days ago in the new york times entitled world war ii and the ingredients of slaughter and it's counterposed with a picture of joseph goebbels um and he basically, it's basically a, Honestly, it's the column that everyone expected him to write, which is calling me a bedbug is anti-Semitic. Um, For
1: this, I'm hated by many leftists.
0: Right, exactly. Um. So, uh, yeah. So, and then the f- terrible thing, he embarrassed himself yet again because he uh linked to the to a Google Books search. That linked to a book that he basically used as a citation for when um, the Nazis referred to bedbugs, or or, you know, (laughs) were supposedly referring to Jews as bedbugs. And apparently, I got in trouble
1: for this in junior college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's like amateur hour. Right. <laughs> like, this is like this link, 3 a.m. You're like staying up all night trying to get this stupid essay done. And you're like, right. ah, crap. I don't, I need another source to flesh this and out. Let's do a Google Books search. <laughs>
0: right. And so, um apparently, at the time, this has since been fixed, but that link led to his like actual Google Books search in the sidebar, which is that like, he had searched for. It was Jews like embedded in the URL. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know it's literally uh it's like the only um source People found for this. one result
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it, it's the only source for this and apparently even it is contested but yeah um
1: <laughs> yeah this a new the new york
0: times opinion page tweeted out the link was added by editors before publication to give readers a reference we've updated the link yeah great i'm sure yeah. you did
1: I mean, even if that's true, then that doesn't bode well, because it means the editors were like, well, this argument sucks, better find something. And that's the best they could do. And so they were basically covering their butts. You know, (laughs) right. There's no great, great answer for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, and then uh, the whole thing, too, was that Brett Stevens uh, rage quit Twitter and seemingly blamed everyone else. He's like, I'm leaving Twitter because Twitter um brings out the worst in people and it's like no you're the you're not the victim here my dude (laughs) you're you're the one who's causing all of this you're
1: the you're the stirrer of the shite
0: right so (laughs) i suppose the benefit here is that we are free of brett stevens on twitter
1: no he he came back
0: for now did he already
1: he came back like the same day
0: Really? That's... Saying,
1: saying my wife begged me to come back. <laughs>
0: is he a wife guy now, too? Oh, he's on?
1: totally a wife guy.
0: Oh, no, I'm seeing that the uh, account does not exist. Oh, it doesn't? Screen. I thought no. he he
1: came. Maybe he came back and quit again. I saw it something. could be,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, because he, like, I don't know. I think the um good thing about this is that it is exposing... Uh, to more a wider audience just how stupid brett stevens is um, and
1: it's exposing the whole thing behind the new york times opinion columns that yeah they have absolutely nothing to do with reality they are not important people that you should be listening to they are mostly just entitled twats who want to whine about why they did, de- they deserve more respect and demand to speak with our manager and why the company policy on ketchup is unacceptable. Like, Man. and, and exposing that, that the New York times knows that and that there it's just an ad impressions generating machine. It's just a buzz generating machine. It's just right. there to be controversial and get people pissed off so that people go to nytimes.com and they right. can serve ads like that's it so they can get attention in that vein i had an idea and somebody who's 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 good at computers mm. um and programming and such magics right. yeah. could could JavaScript. possibly help out with this yeah they could use they could use you know if their job one knows
0: javascript um
1: <laughs> yeah um or i mean i don't even know go just go for it you know
0: Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the the idea is a it's like a browser extension or like some sort of Twitter extension or one of those content blockers. Right. What it does is it mutes or blocks like every single op-ed link in section and author across the Internet across social networks
0: yeah that's probably a good way to do it because that would not only catch the uh dumb people like brett stevens and uh who else is there maximum boot and uh i don't (laughs) know you know all those all those fools but then there's also all of the um quote-unquote op-eds that are like astroturfed uh things from you know like Mm -hmm. the petroleum lobby or whatever so those get sent away too So I agree. I think this is a good idea. Honestly, I don't need to know everyone's opinions, um, especially if they think that their opinion is worth being published because it isn't
1: right. I mean, maybe if they had a podcast and I could just listen to it. Right. That's one thing. I just imagine a
0: a Brett Stevens podcast.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think if Brett Stevens had a podcast, it would probably be called something like, I don't you know I'm just spitballing here but hmm. 99 rules for manhood.
0: Oh, well it's interesting that you bring that up because I have the 99 rules here.
1: You have them.
0: Yes. And we're going to go through all of them. No, we're not. Um <laughs> Yeah, so this was someone surfaced this um by retweeting it, but I went and found the original. And it comes to us from Pastor Clint who is the senior pastor of Hickory Grove Baptist Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um Hickory Grove
1: sounds like a like a barbecue restaurant or something. You know what I mean? It does. And
0: you know what? It honestly should be. Um (laughs)
1: it it sounds like a like a barbecue Italian restaurant. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. Sadly, I'm afraid to inform you, it is a Southern Baptist mega church. (laughs) So that's where we are. Um so, yeah, this is 99 Steps Towards Manhood that I guess this guy's put together. And it became apparent while reading this that he was really struggling to hit the page uh, requirement, basically, <laughs> in the 99. He's really
1: padding it out. Like,
0: Yeah, there were a lot of them that were padding them because there's like number 46, notice things. Okay, I've done that, you know. Uh we're good. I mean
1: I read this thing so that counts, yep. right?
0: Um yeah, uh let's see. Um oh, there were particular ones. What did we see? Oh, number 80, get a good fountain pen. Mm-hmm. Number 82, stop with video games.
1: Just okay. stop with them.
0: Right. Does that mean oh. stop
1: doing them or
0: Yeah, I don't know. Stop with video games. Number 88, learn to use a chainsaw. I don't what when would I ever need to I don't have a reason to use a chain so i don't understand this um oh there was one of them that was incredibly obvious which was uh take your
1: bible to church number 16
0: take your bible to church just in case you need a reminder if you go to church you should take a bible to it it's almost oh, like oh, it's man. kind of a thing
1: yeah yeah that's kind of like um <laughs> that's just insane that's not like, like going to scouts without your scout book your scout right. manual you know yeah, what I mean? exactly like, this is the thing we're doing here
0: Honestly, the miscellaneous category is uh, is probably. I mean, it the best says one. a lot
1: that the miscellaneous is the the largest, the largest, yeah. Category: got
0: to be on time, get a driver's license, get a job, don't wear thongs, wear a belt, wear shoes with shoelaces. Like this is so. That's interesting because there are dressy shoes that don't have shoelaces. And I'm thinking of yeah. like Chelsea boots or monk straps or whatever. But well, this guy man, this guy isn't even a man enough to understand different kinds of footwear.
1: I know a man who wore shoes without laces. Yeah. And that man was called Jesus Christ.
0: Right. He, he wore, wore he wore sandals. <laughs>
1: yeah so Which you're
0: admonished not to wear because it says don't wear thongs parentheses underwear or footwear referring to uh you know flip-flops there so thanks
1: thanks Clint. great
0: um learn to drive a standard transmission that one's just not really feasible anymore because not that many cars have them but
1: i was trying to think about that one because i was like let me read this in the best possible light i can yeah and this is about being like self-efficient self-sufficient like If if there's ever a need that arises that I'm not compromised by the fact that I don't know how to drive a manual transmission, but it's just like in what universe is that a thing like that things are so bad. All you can do is drive a manual transmission. Like, I don't know. That's
0: yeah. Well, you know, you're not a man until you know how to drive a manual.
1: You're also number 63 is rid of
0: your neck hair. Number 77.
1: (laughs) Number 63 is a little bit difficult. Don't look at your phone
0: yeah it's interesting because then later on 87 it says return calls within an hour texts within a day (laughs) i can't but i'm not supposed to look at my phone i don't know this is yeah um let's see oh more footwear advice number 91 don't wear crocs
1: yes yes what if they're business crocs and they have laces i don't know well mm, mm, mm. <laughs> we got them mm. <laughs> um, a lot of these should be under grooming or something like why yeah. are they not yeah because we got number 95 grooming?
0: don't wear cargo shorts number 96 drink coffee not tea
1: mr crumpet yeah i don't what what's wrong with tea also that one's done is one word mr crumpet like it's a uh, yeah that seems like Twitter a type username right. or something right
0: exactly D- um, my
1: favorite my favorite in here is number 18
0: yeah don't, don't complain, complain. <laughs> i like number 19 don't cry parentheses much it's important that you not have emotions of well, any you kind just,
1: you could Having only have, emotions have the optimal amount manly. the optimal amount of emotions which is right honestly a very small amount for men
0: yeah the in fact the least possible amount of emotions <laughs> Like, the goal is no emotions, but we accept that that's an irrational goal, so that's fine.
1: But also learn to take a joke. Yeah. Come on. Number 97,
0: don't ever get a manicure. um, The the thing where it gets very problematic is the relationship with opposite sex uh, section, which is 49, hang out with guys, 50, go out with girls.
1: Yeah. Wow! Yeah,
0: clearly. Anyway, <laughs> like,
1: how how do how do how do it work? How does yep. it?
0: Uh, pay Better on a date money always. Money. Drive on a date always. That could actually get you into trouble. <laughs> there are definitely certain situations where you shouldn't drive, like if you're drunk. So,
1: or like if you're in a. No, it's
0: fine. Boat. I have to drive.
1: Like, like if you're on the um train, you know what I mean. Like you're you're taking the subway somewhere, and you're like, all right, I'm here. Gonna yeah. drive.
0: I don't understand this one. Number 60. Have a short engagement. What? D- well, does because that, does because that matter if
1: you're, if you're engaged too long, then you're going to do the dirty and then it's, oh, I start see. all over. Interesting
0: again. that I yeah. don't think that is discussed on here at all.
1: Oh, um, no, it is. I'm sorry. It, number it 15.
0: Is. Yeah. Yeah. My bad. That's under Christian life, not relationship with the opposite sex. So, yeah. Go figure.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this could be sex with anybody, with yourself, with objects. Uh, rah, yeah. I mean. Sure. Not.
0: Number twenty-one. Um, work harder.
1: This is just like the admonishment
0: of a boomer dad who's like disappointed in his son. Yeah. So work harder. Sleep less. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> twenty-one. Work harder. Twenty-two. Sleep less. What? <laughs> Sleep Learn to less, take number a 20, joke. have rigorous daily exercise. Number 24, be able to do at least 25 push-ups in a row. What? Number 45, for, for,
1: don't ever quit.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Never, ever why quit. Would,
0: why do you need to specifically be able to do 25 push-ups in a row? I do not understand this at all.
1: I, reading this list and all of the pressure
0: that this puts on somebody, it is it is rather remarkable how self inconsistent this entire list is.
1: But really, that is the nature of manhood. You know what I mean? Like right. that's the thing. And w- and it's so funny that someone's like, "Oh, we've got a problem with men today. Let me make this list to solve the problem," which ends yeah. up just, you know basically displaying that i have no idea what is going on here and that i'm perpetuating the problems. right
0: i did want to mention one other thing real fast which is that i looked at this guy's twitter and i sent mm -hmm. he found a a verse in romans um that he believes um says something is wrong with with vegans yeah it's uh one person believes he may eat anything while the weak person eats only vegetables and he says bam i knew vegans had something wrong with them and someone quoted or someone replied to him and quoted the very next verse, which says, the one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them.
1: Well, I mean, you know, what does that verse mean? It's it's impossible to know.
0: I don't know. It's, you know, it's only a preacher guy who's, yeah. I feel like he should know better, is what he I'm saying.
1: probably know better. But he all agrees. of this dovetails with the uh, video that just came out by, um internet superstar natalie Wynn, aka uh Contrapoints.
0: yep it was very good it was her video was it just entitled men
1: um I let me click to it it's called um
0: men contra points yes so yeah. it's just entitled men and uh as soon as she posted it i i posted or i i t- um I think I tweeted, or maybe I put it in the Discord. But I was like, finally glad to see Twitter, or to see Contrapoints taking on, you know, the source of all the world's problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, I think uh, it's a very interesting uh, critique and an interesting discussion about. It surprised me because
0: I kind of expected it to be um, less. I don't know. Compassionate, maybe. Than it actually, it was a lot more thoughtful video than I kind of expected, to be honest. Yeah,
1: and it's not it's the just thing just that I expected like, it to not
0: be thoughtful, but like this still got. I was like, "Huh, this is extremely well thought out."
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so. basically wiremen wilding out. Right? <laughs> is there is, is it something that we just dismiss as, well, they're they're broke. Forget about it. <laughs> right or, you, or or is there some things that we can like look at in society and in the way we've built these gender roles and in right it's the way like society it's, it's has like changed why it. why
0: are men so ridiculous these days and the observations were things like you know same with women the traditional gender role of men is shifting there's not as many um protector provider roles you know because there's not You know, we don't have the traditional nuclear family where the woman stays home and the the man goes to work and all that. That's not as common anymore. Um, And also, it's just not really as
1: workable in the world that we have. It's not. uh, Yeah, it's just
0: not feasible. Like a single income family is not. (laughs) It's
1: really difficult.
0: Feasible anymore. Um, At the same time, we teach men that sort of the male role models that they've grown up with are problematic, and you know, are like. We teach them about toxic masculinity and all that, which is good. But the problem is that we don't then like substitute a better role model. We just say like, oh, yeah, that guy you've looked up to, you know, whether it's like an actual person or like a fictional person, like they aren't a good person to look up to for all these valid reasons. But then we don't say what you should look up to or what you should aim to be is this. It's and a whole so, It's
1: a whole bunch of don'ts, you know what I right. mean? And there's not a lot of do's. It's all a bunch of thou shalt not. We're, we're <laughs> teaching
0: people, we're teaching men how not to act, but we're not teaching them how to act instead. And yeah, so- we're teaching them
1: what not to be and not what to be.
0: Right, and so there's this sort of vacuum, and it's being filled by all kinds of wilding out, basically. it's so- It's
1: interesting because the thing that came to my mind watching this video and watching these points come up is that before... It was a it was a long time probably before I started to move, you know, a lot leftward and and at least be more honest about where I what I was feeling. Mm -hmm. I was I was in a position at my church where I was overseeing like a very large number of of non married 18 to 30 ish year old guys um, and I was kind of the one in in charge of all that, and one of the like really quick things that I realized is like a lot of the problems that these these guys are going through comes down to having a toxic bad idea about what it means to be a man or what it right. what, what 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 they should be doing and what their goals should be and how they should they, value they,
0: and think. They read the 99 rules. They're trying to yeah. follow the 99 rules. They can't figure and, it out
1: and and you know like i started to try to reconceptualize like well what are the positive attributes that we can look at that don't result in you know sexism or macho stuff you know like what's something that we can actually apply to our life today and i started thinking about that a long time ago um and a lot of these issues and these ideas are like the same things i arrived at which is interesting and it's mm-hmm. and it's funny because I, I think at the same time Everyone gravitated towards like the Ron Swanson,
0: uh, yeah, which I archetype. find archetype, which I find I don't know how what you think about, but I find that kind of repellent personally.
1: Well, you like, know what? I if don't know. I'm honest, there's something about it that does that is attractive to me because there's something about the idea, I think
0: it's of- like 50% better than <laughs> previous role models, but like, yeah, I don't know, it's still a little <laughs> weird to me.
1: It is a little because bit because he's weird. like
0: he's big. He's like a he's like he's a, a, a big meat you know what guy, what I mean? yeah. And you know,
1: but I also think a lot of the people don't settle upon the finer points of that character. You know, yeah. like so they they get up like, oh, Ron's wants to eat meat, so I'm just gonna yeah, eat bacon. Meat. Or just bacon, bacon. lots of bacon, huh, 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 huh. but yeah. they don't like get down with the fact that like also he's non judgmental about people's yeah. they don't uh, realize sexual that, orientation that that show was. Or,
0: that show was like a satire, basically a comedy. I mean, it is a satire, you know? <laughs>
1: but he is an interesting, more dimensional character. And the the dimensions well, think that go mean. against what they think, they don't adopt, right? Right. <laughs> so they don't adopt the live and let live part of that character. They don't, you know, it's just the mm. stuff that's superficial. And, right. and so, uh, yeah, I think that we do need to like figure out what, what does like a modern 21st century man? Look, yeah. Like, what, and, and that's the question that she
0: posed like... and she didn't have a, a, like an answer for that. And I have thought about it for the past couple of weeks and I'm not sure that I really have a good answer for it either, but I don't know. I feel like we need to come up well, with something.
1: Yeah. Come on. Let's, uh, let's get a doc going. Let's. <laughs> okay. yeah.
0: <laughs> the let's 99 new rules for manhood.
1: Yeah hey let's do it 99 new rules (laughs) hashtag i feel like
0: we're gonna end up padding it just the same we're gonna get to like 75 and be like okay what else can we add here um we gotta gotta do uh,
1: hashtag 99 rules and then you also gotta include hashtag new man new men's new New, men, new man's new man's sure new 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 mans. man's <laughs> it's just the whole thing comes down to just uh living a newman's own lifestyle
0: right exactly eating lots eat the- of Numenos, <laughs> <laughs> fig newman's uh yeah. dressing that's probably the thing i know best is all the dressing dress-
1: that dressing is just okay mm, magnificent very
0: good yes yeah yeah oh, but i do you know the pasta sauce is good too
1: Oh, I've never had the pasta. Wait, I have had the pasta sauce. It's got like a little, he looks like a, like a Roman emperor statue on he there. Did, huh?
0: Yes. Well, that's the thing. They dress him up differently on all the different things, depending on what it it's is. It's
1: a pretty cool brand. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Very good. So let's rebrand men. <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited for the discussion because I don't know if I have the answers yet. I don't uh, either, but the continuing discussion will be good. So, plastic.
0: Plastic. Is the thing. Um,
1: You were banned from the server. I don't like it. (laughs) Uh, We've had a lot of these links going for a while. And I've I've just been, ever since we talked about single-use plastic. And Mm -hmm. we talked about the idea of uh, the corporate, or no, uh, full Full consumerist mindset.
0: Yeah. Folks, we love to use one thing a single time and then get rid of it.
1: And and we've talked about, like, the whole idea of, like, what you can do to, like, not be wasteful and if it does make an impact.
0: Yeah. Buying metal straws that you can take. Yeah. Metal straws. But it's like, (laughs) yeah. So the problem is that plastics are um, becoming more popular with companies. And it's a giant problem yeah um, and, the,
1: and and companies so like most people associate uh oil companies with like gasoline but they right. also make they make a uh, lot of money on plastics on plastic and yeah. they're do they're making more yeah so like china used to import a ton of plastic it doesn't mm-hmm. anymore right. so right. there's there's now this like you know completely sh- complete change in the market right of plastic and we're using more single use plastic. So we don't have anywhere to recycle it. Yep. So the scary thing is that the oil and gas industry, um, domestic demand for ethane has gone up or it's reached 1.7 million, uh, barrels a day, 83% increase over 2012. And then exports, um, are, Two hundred and fifty thousand barrels a day, and projects that they project that exports are going to increase fifty percent this year. Petrochemicals yeah. accounted for half of the growth in global oil demand last year, and are projected to rise by seventy percent share of growth by twenty forty, according to BP. So, so we're we're making everything out of plastic now, which <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: plastic is everywhere. It, it's what helped make the modern world possible between plastic furniture and plastic packaging and then the plastic that's enclosed like polyester and all that and electronics all over. Yeah. And that's sort of the problem is that plastic is kind of a miracle material in a lot of ways because it is strong, but very light compared to other materials. But it's also just extremely difficult to deal with at the end of its life cycle.
1: But I think the thing, the thing that that's crazy is that like, we talk about like shifting. Oh, we're not using plastic anymore. Or, oh, we're not going to use oil anymore. We're not going to, we're, we're all going to moving to electric cars. Right. Great. We all move to electric cars. Do you think the oil companies going to be like, well, dang it. All right. We give up. Like yeah. what this article is showing <laughs> is that oil companies recognize that that's a likelihood and they're just going to move to now we're using it all. You know, for we can grow the secondary plastic?
0: market that we have for plastic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
0: another place, a big place where plastics have been growing is with egg packaging. Um, (laughs) I don't know about you, but, you know, eggs. I'm used to getting eggs either in a styrofoam container or in the traditional recycled uh, cardboard container. Yeah. Um, Apparently, lately, they've been switching to plastic containers. And the reasons that they've been doing so are incredibly stupid. Um, It says... So learn the the egg companies say that customers like being able to see the eggs through the clear carton. And it also allows for flashier labeling. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I don't, you mean I have to open up the eggs to see if they're all still there and none of them are cracked. So, The problem, too, is that the companies, the egg brands that are switching to plastic packaging are also the egg brands that are supposed to be more like environmentally friendly or ethical. It's all these free-range brands and all this. And then they're going and putting their eggs in single-use plastic containers, Um, which is bad. And I'm calling you out. Stop doing that. Do not do that. Um, And they even, you know, they claim, oh, we're using recycled plastic. But um, the thing is, they're yeah the the rationale for using recycled plastic is a decade old the the life cycle analysis of it um they're pointing out that oh we use recycled plastic because it's more environmentally friendly than other types of egg containers but that analysis is a decade old and also it turns out that you end up still having used quite a lot of new plastic to go into Recycled plastic. I to think I think what we it. gotta
1: do is, uh why can't we just have like you know, I have like the bulk food sections yeah. at stores, you know, that just way you can egg. reuse plastic things, right. reusable containers. Let's do yeah. bulk eggs. Yeah, just and have you a just Select the eggs. eggs you want.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is this is dumb, and it it brought to mind a thing that I've complained about previously, which is, um, so lately Amazon has switched their little. Um, the little envelopes that they ship small items in and they've switched it to what they say is a recyclable plastic bag. Um, And when when you get the bag, it becomes readily apparent that it is not easily recyclable because it says recycle. Then underneath it says with other plastic bags and then it says without label. So if you want to recycle this thing, you first have to carefully peel off the adhesive paper label and then you have to take it somewhere that accepts plastic bags for recycling because it can't go in. Very few curbside programs would accept plastic bags. So yeah. this annoyed me because they had previously used a fully recyclable paper mailer um, that I could just toss in the recycling. But also, I'm sort of annoyed at how much these companies just sort of pass the burden of figuring out the disposal for their packaging onto me. Because like I don't get to pick what they ship my stuff in. Like if I could, then I would take more responsibility for the getting rid of it. But it's like you decided to put this in a plastic bag and then it's on me to make sure that I re- to go through all the effort to recycle it properly.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I,
0: this is, you know, it's
1: really annoying. And it's the, it's companies, like they the could, companies they could do it at scale. Choices. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. There's a there's a there's a host in the in England, Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm. He did a series called River Cottage that went for like a long, long time, which is uh I definitely highly recommend. Um uh and he did recently a a short little documentary series on BBC called the war on waste. And Mm -hmm. on one episode, it talked just about this idea of large corporations who pretend to be, you know, eco-friendly their packaging practices. So for instance, Starbucks says that their cups are recyclable, but the label on their cup is not recyclable and uh, no recycling places have the means to remove it. So you would have to do it by hand every time. Yeah, Uh, so it puts the burden on the the thing
0: if if these companies do think about this, you know, making their stuff recyclable, they think about it maybe one quarter to one half of the way, which is where, yeah, they go like, oh, look, we've ordered a bunch of recyclable lids or something. But then it's like, you know, they start putting stickers on it or whatever that make it not recyclable anymore or things like that or it's like it's like we're using recyclable food containers and it's like yeah but then the food waste gets all in there and makes it not recyclable anymore without having to wash it out
1: well and then the thing is that's how you know that they really don't care like that's how you know it's just just paying lip service pr to them um and, and, and interesting i found i need to watch this that uh There's a new series by Hugh Friendly Williams called "The War on Plastic," so Hmm. I'm gonna link to that for people to watch, and I'm going to watch that too because. But this is this is insane. To your point,
0: which is that you know, like we as individual consumers can't really force these things to change, but a company like Amazon, which has a lot of money and has a lot of purchasing power, it could purchase more readily recyclable containers or even spend money to develop you know, like a more recyclable mailer envelope
1: and they're never going to do it just out of the goodness of their heart. They're only going to do it if they're made to. And that's, that's, that's where public policy, that's where political pressure, that's where laws come in. And and maybe I should
0: just be collecting all of my Amazon plastic mailers and then just shipping them back to the Amazon (laughs) warehouse be like, you 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 deal with these.
1: I wonder if that's possible. I don't know. Maybe ship it back. Yeah. We should really look into some, I'm honestly <laughs> I wonder if this is the thing we can do. Cause yeah. that would be incredible. Like, okay, here you go, recycle it. You said you could.
0: Yeah. You, you say it's recyclable. I trust you to do that.
1: <laughs> oh, that's that's a good plan. Speaking of shipping it back, mm. um <laughs> rich people, am I right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> My oh, no, that's not the mm-hmm. right one no oh. no it's got to be more like uh do i look like i know what a jpeg is <laughs> <laughs> so, so these people in uh chevy chase a place that has a name that that shouldn't exist and i've never yeah. why is it why is it why is it chevy chase maryland I why don't
0: know. i've got to look it up now
1: i've I just. Well,
0: I've, I've Wikipedia Chevy Chase and it's taken me to Chevy Chase the actor, which is just as unpleasant as the place, but not what I wanted.
1: History uh. of Chevy Maryland name. Is he named after? I don't know. Named, it's uh, One of the absorbed pop its name, in turn, according to the village churches of officially traced back to Lars Chivy Chase, which was patented to. Colonel Joseph Belt and Lord Baltimore. <sighs> what? what?
0: Okay, whatever. So it's a weird name with a, it's a weird place with a weird name that doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Anyhow,
1: the rich people, it's a, it's, it's a rich people place. Yeah. What? All
0: the rich people. Like, uh, what does it what does it say that this is? Uh, um, it's
1: like a suburb for the D.C. metro area, right? Right. In this article, I thought they had a
0: uh, something about. Oh, the average household income is four hundred and sixty thousand dollars per year. So I that gives you an idea. idea. <laughs> um, so they've installed a dog park recently, and this has um, it's it's tearing the community apart because apparently um, there's too much barking at the dog park. And people are upset about it because they can hear the barking in their house. Um, what was interesting to me. So, you know, basically because this is a community full of rich people, they all go to like town hall meetings, of course, and ask. To see and nothing
1: manager. better to do. Literally. Yeah.
0: So one of them said, you know, around dinnertime, I'd like to be able to sit on my desk, my deck, and maybe read a book and chat with a friend or have a glass of wine. And the dogs are barking. Um, this is a resident who I think has been calling police regularly on the dog park i guess
1: <laughs>
0: please i'd another like to report
1: on. a dog park
0: <laughs> yeah then another guy said as residents of chevy chase how many times is it acceptable for you to be bothered in your house every day i would say none but also you're not being bothered in your house that's not how this works if the dogs were thing. in your house <laughs> then i would agree
1: <laughs>
0: but, yeah. uh, um, they're, also, they're also saying that people are coming from outside of chevy chase to go to the dog park so they want. That to be put to be stopped, they want the village to put a stop to that somehow, um, even though they legally can't, I guess, because the the land was technically bought from the state or something.
1: The the person central to this whole debacle is Elisa Leonard, who is chair of the village board and wife to Jerome H. Powell, the chair of the Federal Reserve. So, this is what we got people are worried about the people who are basically controlling. Everything in our lives. This is the stuff that they're they're worried about. So they're not smart people. They're not they're not great people. They're not, you know, yes. somehow so, better than us. Like that's a like that idea needs to be completely dismissed. Like these are dummies that lucked into their positions and maybe they did school hard. Good job. You did school yeah, hard.
0: You did school hard. Congrats. But, you
1: know, you're not in. A, here's a paper. You 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 don't have some sort of uh insight into life. This gets even
0: more irritating because this is Leonard, who has a Norwich Terrier Pippa, who does not frequent the park. Um, yeah. So she has a dog, she doesn't go to the dog park for whatever reason, even though it's apparently close enough to for it to annoy her. Um, but she also paid thirteen hundred dollars for a woman with a graduate degree in epidemiology to spend weeks studying the behavior of the dogs and their humans. So she basically paid some researcher to like keep tabs on the dog park. Yes, Um, yes. And I just want to say that for thirteen hundred dollars, you could have bought like several pairs of noise canceling headphones, which would have solved this problem in an instant. You
1: don't even This is extremely
0: dumb. It's just the dumbest thing. the The thing that I got at the very end, um, was yeah, towards the end of the article, um, there's one of the. Um, one of the people who says, "Where's the democratic process? Why is the one percent deciding for the ninety-nine percent?" And I was like, "Oh my god, you are so close. You are so <laughs> so, <laughs> so close.
1: You that are so a, close." That gets a big for me. One of these <laughs> puking slash fighting.
0: They're so close. Oh, they're very, they're really very close, and yet they are still so far away. Please, please get, please move. The, I don't want to, let's move on. Please get this out of here. I don't want to, it's making me mad thinking about it. Hit the, hit the button or something.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, hit that button.
0: I need a, I need a palate cleanser or something <laughs> after
1: that. I've got a Coke Zero, but it's empty.
0: Oh, do you have a new
1: Coke or did <laughs> you drink? No, all I drank all the new Coke. This is just old, oh, old, old Coke. Fair. That's fair. Coke. This is Coke Zero. I've got, I went through two cans during the. Coke Zero. That's an aluminum
0: can which is actually remarkably recyclable
1: <laughs> And good, and I'm on water pills so um uh, we should probably wrap this thing up if okay, we have yeah. any other important stuff to say we should say it before uh, I do
0: yes, just one important announcement uh, we are baby.
1: I have no idea what I'm doing I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning for your patience there's so many mistakes i have already made but i'm working to be better day by day and i think i'm gonna make it but for now i'll say i have no idea what i'm doing i have no idea what i'm doing